Joseph tossed him something, and Zakiah caught it, already knowing what it was. A porcelain mask, just the bottom half of it, hard and smooth. A telltale trademark of the Knights of Almo. Koa, terrorist dogs who fancied themselves men. Zakiah cradled the mask in his hand, feeling the ridges of the molded nose, cheeks, and mouth, all of them together barely the size of his own palm. It was the captives. He looked up at the squirming rebel, finally noticing the long red hair that spilled out onto the grass. A woman. He smiled, somehow feeling impressed amidst his annoyance. Her face was speckled with a constellation of freckles. Acne, even. She couldn't have been any older than sixteen. Show her to me. The soft command had come from the shadowed man at Zakiah's heels, the vassal. Joseph and Bly hoisted the rebel to her knees and lowered their heads in the vassal's direction. Zakiah cast down his eyes and stepped to the side, allowing his vassal to pass before he lifted his gaze again. The vassal stood before the captive, staring at her with soft eyes. Finally, he spoke. How young. I might have known Koa would send pups to do a dog's work. What should I do with you, I wonder? What purpose will you serve? No purpose, sir, Bly said. I say kill the Cohen scum. No, we'll do no such thing. We are to honor the Article 39, the vassal replied. He turned to Zakiah. The car. Zakiah nodded and went to work. He tossed the sedan, cast the corpses aside, ripped up carpet, gutted the trunk, seats, and glove compartment, or what was left of it. Nothing. There weren't even any signs of it. No traces of energy, not even a ripple in the air where it might have passed through. Nothing betrayed its location. He frowned, turning to his superior. Vassal, this faction must have been a decoy so that the real transport could get away. Bitterness coated his tongue, almost forcing the words back. They've hidden it somewhere else. His vassal's cold gaze flickered, and Zakiah tensed, expecting words of admonishment or, worse, disappointment. But to his surprise, the vassal said nothing. Instead, he turned to the rebel. Lift her up, he ordered. Joseph and Bly hoisted the woman to her feet so that her gaze was level with his. You azure bastards can go to hell, she said, the pubescent snarl clear. You can't kill me. Even your own code won't allow it. Oh no, we aren't going to kill you at all, Vassal agreed. That's barbaric. The man balled up his hand and, shlack, the girl's face fell from her cheekbones and cartilage, slapping wetly against the grass. She howled, a long, wailing sound that whistled from the milky shine of her jaw. As she screamed, the large white balls in her eye sockets rolled like slippery hard-boiled eggs, and her teeth, exposed to the gums, clacked together with frenetic snaps. Zakiah, if you please, the vassal said. Bly and Joseph's faces paled with terror, but without so much as a flicker of disgust, Zakiah scooped the dripping wrinkles of skin from the ground, gripping it in a fist. Display, please. Zakiah held the sagging flesh in front of the woman's eyes. The cheeks and lips of it drooped, as though lamenting the girl's disfigurement. Three cc's of morphine, please, Joseph. 
Trembling, Joseph pulled the kit from his side pack and began to prepare the anesthetic. Bly held her, still turning his eyes away as Joseph slid the needle into the base of her neck and emptied its contents. Then the vassal stepped forward, bringing his nose close to her face. I can imagine that you are in incredible pain, he said. The morphine is to numb that for you so we can talk. Ooh, ashes! She screamed, but without lips the curses just sounded like angry gibberish. She began to sob. Not to worry, my dear. You are going to get your face back. How much of it is returned, however, is up to you. Now, I am going to ask you some questions. For every answer I think is a lie, my proficient is going to slice away an inch of your face and burn it. 